I am here with, I never got your name. Laura. Laura, I did actually get your name before. Um, and we are here in the beautiful, where are we? The Coral Beach, Coast. The Coral Coast, yeah. Beach, Beach, Beach House. Yeah, yeah, I love it here. Um, I was just in Bowie Bay yesterday, actually, yeah, yesterday and the day before. And I'm actually really glad to come back because Nandy can get quite boring, which is where I'm staying. Very boring. Very boring. My <laughs> Airbnb hot. is a disaster and it's hot and it's busy yep. and everyone forces you to buy stuff. <laughs> can I just say really quickly, Laura, I had a really good shopping experience here. It was really nice to just walk around without being annoyed um, and finding quality things made by the people from the village. Great. So thank that's, you for that. Thank you for providing. Yeah, thank you for providing that kind of service. Um, before we begin our podcast, which I have no idea what it's going to be about, so that's the fun part. <laughs> Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I moved to Fiji f- four years ago. Um, come from a construction retail background in Australia. Um, been doing that for 20 years. So here I now got accepted to advise on the uh, uh, the MDF, which is a, it's a association of crafting development of the crafting association. And they are putting together a panel of experts. So I sort of sit on that panel as a bit of a retail expert. Yeah, nice. And um, what brought you to Fiji in the first place? A job. Yeah. So I built a eight and a half thousand square meter shopping center in Litoka, which is the, it's the biggest uh, two-story shopping center in Fiji and it's definitely the the biggest by far on the western side of Fiji yeah, yeah. I was in Lotoka the other day it's, I, yeah did I, you see it I, yes I did yeah <laughs> that's so cool yeah, yeah that is so cool um for those of you who are listening you're probably wondering what that banging noise is in the background we actually have an adorable little human um <laughs> Laura's baby uh, Varu Vari Vari um and he is just crawling on the floor just being cute so Oh, now you want to be quiet. <laughs> oh, he's so cute. Um, yeah, just, um, do you miss Australia? Yeah, I definitely miss Australia. Yeah. I kind of make it part of my game plan to get back there twice a year for a good month. Yeah. And also, you get very island fever on an island as well. You've got to kind of go back and immerse yourself back into the food and the people and a little bit of normality before yeah. you come back to What does your day look like? Just like, just as an island girl now, island woman now, and you know, you've got your little business, you've got a beautiful little baby, a beautiful family, and um, what does your day look like? Well, I get up at, we get up at 5 a.m., which is fantastic. <laughs> Not by choice, no. because of the... Yeah. <laughs> we get to see the sunrise every day. Yeah. Um, it generally starts with a coffee at home yeah. pretty early. Um, he's got a nanny that he loves, um, yeah. that lives just down the road, so she comes Monday to Friday. My day can be many things. Some days I have to drive to Subaru or Nandi if I've got a work contract on. Um, some days I spend in here. I try and spend at least 10 to 15 to 20 hours a week in the shop. Yeah. But my, the rest of my week is divided by, um, yeah, large contracts, Subaru and Nandi, and the endless amount of paperwork that any business needs to have in yeah. Fiji. Everything is still so manual here. Yeah, so I had a conversation with one of the, the business, uh, the dive shop owners in Pakhabe. He's an American man, do you know him? Uh, yeah, I do. You know, yeah, and he was telling me, because I have um, dreams of starting a business here in Fiji as well, and he was telling me that it's just impossible. Well, not so much impossible, but it's difficult. The Fijian government make it so much so difficult for, for foreigners to have a business here. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I mean, what are your experiences with that, without 
talking bad about the government. <laughs> no, no, to be honest, it's not even the government. Um, well, I guess it is the government because most of the agencies are set up by the government. But I, uh, having a conversation with the girls that came out to put me on the advisory board for Fijian made products, they listened to this tale. It's, it's actually really funny um, because I'm a foreign investor. You need what's called a work visa. You're, you're finally investing cash into the country. Yeah. You need to sort that out before you even before you go through the normal process of opening a business here. So you, as a foreign investor, there's an additional whole step and you need to bring money into the country. So I did that four years ago for my construction business and now I'm trying to add the shop to my existing permit, which means they need to change a few codes. And anyway, that's been going on for a year and a half and I nearly cried on Friday because I finally got hold of the guy and I said Where, where's this at and he said what well, your business plan isn't approved I said well, what isn't approved he said madam madam you need to go to page four I'm like I'm on page four right now you come to page four with me explain to me what is not approved no 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 you need to review page four I'm like I think you don't even know what's yeah yeah what's not right about <laughs> yeah yeah plan. yeah yeah but then he came back and he said okay You've written souvenirs. I said, yeah, yeah, that's because your office told me to write souvenirs a year ago because I'd written um, wooden handicrafts and, and that's tumble. So as a foreign investor, I'm not allowed to sell a wooden handicraft item yeah. in Fiji. But, and I clarified this point with them, I said, what, what are handicraft items? Tanoa bowls. Yes, madam, Tanoa bowls. You can't sell Tanoa bowls. I said, ah, oh, that's such a shame because, you know, the men that carve the Tanoa bowls, it's a dying art. And they said, oh, yes, but the Tanoa bowls are tumble. But um, but you can buy the Tanoa bowls from Thailand and then you can sell them. I said, oh, I said hang on, hang on. Why would you want to do that? You're telling me that I can import the products yeah. that, I, that I'm not allowed to buy locally and that you'll f- forbid me because it says forbidden tasks as yeah. well it's not not allowed, it's forbidden um, yeah, the forbidden items that I'm not allowed to sell as a foreign investor are woven baskets, woven fans tanoa balls um, bags with voi voi matching inside so that laptop case that you just yeah. picked up um, anything woven at all however I'm allowed to import any of that stuff from China, Vanuatu, Papua New Guinea, wherever. <laughs> do, do they explain why? Um, they, so I'm trying to get further clarification on why, but the basic understanding that I've got so far is that they're protecting ancient and traditional Fijian craft. Um, sorry, something just went... Oh, no. Uh, the, the aircon just turned ah. off. <laughs> um, that they're protecting the, those traditional um, crafts. Mm. But what I'm trying to explain to them is uh, I don't want to go and make a basket. I actually want to purchase a basket off a woman who otherwise would struggle to market and sell that basket. Absolutely. She might be able to make 100 of them a year, yeah. but can she sell 100 a year? Or is she going to have to drag her whole family to the market, sit there carry them all on a bus, maybe not sell them all, maybe sell half of them, have the price haggled. I said, I'm happy to deal with her from wherever she lives, yeah. arrange postage to get her baskets to me. And and you market it for her? And I market it for her. And what did they say? And they were like, Miss, uh, yes, but that's still on the forbidden task list. So the MDF girls have gone back to 
they're going into a meeting with an with a investment physio on Tuesday on my behalf to clarify why they are actually forbidden tasks. But what they believe is that probably to date, they actually haven't had a foreign investor that has shown an interest in their traditional crafts and wanting to on-sell them because traditionally anyone here that has gone into that sort of tourism retail sector has been a Fijian or Fijian Indian national. Mm. Right. And I can imagine how frustrating it is. Yeah. How do you like let out these frustrations? Like how do you vent? Oh, I nearly cried yesterday. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So he's, I might put him outside with Tilly. Um, no, it's very frustrating. And, um, but you can, you know, I've got a good support network of yeah, expats yeah. here, but they're all sharing the same frustrations over exactly the same issues, and mm. we kind of all just laugh at each yeah. other. You have to laugh, otherwise you'd cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've all invested money here, and, yeah. and some yet the government sticking makes it points impossible. on just everything. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I've been told, you know, when when they found it complicated to process my visa, my investment Fiji. Paperwork because of the tasks I wanted to do. They said, "Ah, oh, but you've got a Fijian partner. Why don't Why don't you just get married? Like that will solve all my problems." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they said, "Ah, oh, and also because there's it costs you six thousand dollars to become a citizen of Fiji if you've lasted five years, but if you get married, it only costs you five hundred dollars." And I'm like, "Are you basically advocating?" Uh, what's the word that you fraud. Fraud. <laughs> fraud yeah just so I can sell wooden tunnel yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh, that's so annoying yeah yeah anyway <sighs> I have a year to go and then I can sell wooden tunnel balls from Fiji yeah yeah and so how have you been able to access all of this amazing so for those of you who are listening and never been to Fiji before we're, I mean you can come here to the you can come here and buy some amazing goodies I just bought some stuff um, so how do you um, source all of these things here in the sh- that you're selling in your in the shop well I spend a lot of time doing market research so I actually head to Nani and Suva there's a few markets um, a lot of markets actually yeah. there's local markets expat the markets handicrafts. the handicraft yeah. markets I really pick and choose who I'll approach and, and what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, I don't want everything to be the same in here. And I'm also mindful that some of those centres that call themselves like handicraft centres are not actually supporting local craft. No, they actually, because I, I actually bought, a, when I, my first time here in Fiji, I bought one of those um, mako masks and it was made in China. Yeah. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're saying it's Fiji this, Fiji that, but it's made in China. Yeah. Um, and I wonder why. It's like you're just sitting the local people back China? just so you could yeah. get ahead. Yeah. Exactly. Just yeah. go for the cheaper alternative. Yeah. Yeah. It's, mm. just, it's really sad. Yeah. So I spend a lot of time on Instagram. I belong to a lot of forums here. I'm always, you know, doing that click to click to click on a lead of something that yeah. I've seen on Facebook. Someone's yeah. posted something local that someone's doing. Yeah. Um, people are always coming in here saying, oh, I've got an auntie that does this. Or, no. Yeah. I sort of I chase them all up. I, w- I want to know what they're doing. What nice. They're producing. Yeah. 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 Mm. Oh, wow. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> That's so interesting. Like everybody that I've spoken to have said the exact same thing. Um, especially because, uh, you know, especially those who aren't actually from here. Um, oh, what else can I ask? 
Is he raised in the shop? Like, is he here every day? No, he's not. <laughs> On the weekends, he gets stuck here a little bit, but during the week, he's got Nana. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I try not to leave him here too much. Mm. Yeah. You, you said that you're a surfer. Talk yeah. about that. Oh, not really. <laughs> yeah. Ride a longboard and yeah. catch the occasional wave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I could not... Surf so break just out the front here, so... Yeah, yeah I want to have a look later. In high tide, you can paddle out. Yeah. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I could not... I can't handle open water. I just... I get really freaked out. <laughs> hey, did you grow up in the water? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. everyone in Australia pretty much did. Yeah, whereabouts in Australia are you from? I grew up on Melbourne, the yeah. Wilmington Peninsula. Not Melbourne, CBD, down south. Yeah, yeah. On the With coast. The beaches, yeah. yeah. Mm. And then moved to the Gold Coast... 14 years ago yeah I've been here for four years so yeah oh wow always near the water yeah <laughs> I mean what advice would you give to anyone here who's wanting to start a business I guess it's just make sure that you it is 100% what you want to do yeah. because you're going to invest a lot of time and a lot of money into it and, and if it's not your passion you're not going to succeed and I guess even in the four years I've been here I've seen people come here with amazing business ideas, try and start it up, invest money, and then just get stuck in this rut of the paperwork trail or not sure where to turn to, not sure where to go, because the governing bodies that are meant to actually help you, which is Investment Fiji, they're the ones that would just say, refer to page format. I'm yeah. like, no, no, I'm paying you. Like, let's, let's do this together. Yeah. Um, I think just needs to be your absolute passion to want to come and set up a business here because it just takes up so much patience and, yeah yeah and but then, then it, once you've got your groove it is an amazing lifestyle here yeah. i mean especially for my son He's yeah the, the best of both worlds yeah mm. australia and fiji like exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah yes would you say you've got your groove now what are some of the positives well, I live on the beach. Yeah. I live just down the road on the beach. I know. I'd love to live around here. Yeah. <laughs> I come here. I'm on the beach. Um, you know. Oh, he's got a pet, a pet goat. Oh. Two pet cats. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I like going. You know, fresh fruit and vegetables here are yeah. amazing. Yeah. Was it an? Ex- is it expensive? I know it's expensive to holiday here. Now, is it expensive to live here? It's not as expensive to live here as you would think, but it you need to make concessions on that as well like yeah. for example you can't if I want cheese like if you eat the local cheese then it's not expensive but yeah. if you want to eat the same quality of chamomile that, yeah, 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 yeah. in Australia yeah. then forget it it just yeah. doesn't exist yeah yeah should we pause that? yeah yeah let's, uh, let's pause and if you want to live healthily and holistically yeah a local life local produce it's not too expensive it's just time consuming because it's not one supermarket where you buy everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Five supermarkets, yeah. two markets, yeah, no, no, fish that, market, yeah. a meat shop. Mm. Yeah, it's not like back in like New Zealand, Australia. Yeah. I know that because I, I don't drink cow's milk. I only drink um, almond milk, soy milk, mm-hmm. that, that type of stuff. And they only we sell it at... have a cappuccino here because we've got almond um, Oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just, it's so hard to buy, buy that in Nandi. Like, I had to go to New World mm. in Nandi. I didn't, couldn't go to my Jetpoint supermarket. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because now, you know, four years later, after running this shop... I feel like I need to almost put together a little hit list guide of, you know, if you live outside Nandi and Suva, you know, where, where do I buy my almond milk by the carton, chicken, beef, just 
because yeah. I have a contact or I know the best way to buy everything. I mean, yeah. we make cheesecake in here and everyone's like, where do you get the cream cheese? And I'm like, yes, there's one supplier in the yeah, whole of Fiji. Yeah. That's the best price. Yeah. But they deliver. And so you also know what days people deliver on. Yeah. So mm, logistically, it's a, it sounds like a nightmare, but you can work it out. So you're actually not... You still need to go to the fresh fruit and veg market. There's yeah. no avoiding that. Which I don't mind that anyway. I mean, just going back to your story, I mean, did your family, you know, when you told your family, hey, I'm moving to Fiji, uh, what was that like? I mean, were they like, you're crazy? Why? Well, yeah, <laughs> sort of. I guess because when I first took the job here, yeah. um, it was only for six months. Yeah. So it was. It was like, like a vacation almost? Mm, I was working. For Billabong, I had been there for 10 years, and they made me redundant in the August 2015. Yeah. And then Tapu started negotiating with me for a six-month short-term work contract to yeah. start in January 2016. But when I arrived on the 2nd of January 2016, by it, six weeks later, Cyclone Winston happened, which they weren't expecting. So my six-month contract building roof was blown off so it turned into an 18 month contract yeah so once I stayed here for that sort of 18 months I was like you know what I really like this country I think it has a lot of good opportunity in that Absolutely. specific yeah. retail sector that I'm in mm. um definitely not the opportunity that I thought like I say I started a construction business mm. and then I realized that no matter how much consulting I gave to people on what I thought their retail businesses should do. Ultimately, they have control of their own retail yeah. businesses. So that's where the idea to build the projects was born from yeah. my frustration at, not frustration so much, but just I had this passion and I knew what this country needed and no one was out there and doing it. There was Why do you think they weren't doing it? You think it's just, it's, there's too much of a hierarchical system? Like they... You know, you've got, yeah. uh, you know, the high-class people who think they know best for everyone. Yeah, definitely. But also that this country is a very divided country. It's very diverse compared to other Pacific Islands yeah. I've been to. I, yeah. shouldn't, I shouldn't even say divided. It is, you're right, it's yeah. diverse. Yeah. But it, it, there's two completely different cultures here. You've yeah. got the Fijian culture, which yeah. is the traditional way of life. Yeah. But then you've got this Indian culture. But the Indian culture is very Im- embedded into this society because yeah. they have been here for 200 years. Yeah. Um, but the Indian culture are the traders. So if you look at 90% of retail from your local corner store that's selling milk to um, a large-scale retail department store, 99% of those retailers are Indians because they've had the ability to cash flow their own business, understand their P&L, the market, have the money to back a business. Whereas you go to the market or the fruit and veg market, that's eighty percent Fijians yeah. selling the wares that their land has grown. Right. So I think when it comes to the retail sector that is traditionally owned by Indians, they have a if you've been to India, they have a very specific way of selling things. It's so that street haggling kind yeah, of Yeah, like pressure. Mm. And as a tourist, you know, I feel that pressure a lot, yeah. which is why I avoid going mm. into prouds mm. you know, and stuff like that. Um I, no, I don't really like yeah. it. So and it's confronting. I yeah. mean I, I almost said to all my friends, I want a t-shirt because when I go into Nandi, people don't necessarily know that I'm not a tourist. And they're yeah. like, come into my store. Psst, psst, yeah, 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 yeah. Into my store, into my store. And I'm like, I, I just want I a t-shirt that yeah. says I am local. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Like half of me. Then yeah. all the tourists will want one as well. It yeah. Actually, could be the best seller in Fiji. Yeah, it's a good idea. You never know. Mm. Um, yeah, no, but it is. It is very annoying, especially when they sit, they like stand. Mm. I'm looking at dresses for my mom and over in Suva. And they were just standing behind me the whole time. And I'm like, I can feel, I can smell someone behind me. Right? <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on? That was my first time. Now I, have, I haven't been, this is my first time shopping this whole trip. Oh, really? And I've been here for a while. Yay. So yeah, no, this is the place where I want to shop. And I'm really excited that I've picked up a laptop case. <laughs> so I wouldn't have found this at like Jack's or something. Um, no, that's cool. Do you have any, like, I mean, what was the inspiration behind um, the word, the, the name of the shop? And the branding of it, it's so beautiful. I, at the time of opening the store, yeah. I had a business partner, Matisse. Um, her father owns the resort that we're sitting at now. Oh, cool, yeah. yeah. And we both lived in Nandi at that stage. So yeah. we were planning on opening in Nandi. Um, she had had a child and was pregnant with her second child. And I'd spent 20 years of my life being told that I couldn't and wouldn't fall pregnant only to actually accidentally fall pregnant. And how, how old are you when you had baby? <laughs> 40. Oh, you look so young. <laughs> I'm 41 now. Actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, I we, have hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We both had really young families and we were like, what, we're going to sit in Andy and we're going to compete with all those exact stores that we were just talking about. And to be one... Ooh. Oh, no, no, it's okay. You can just plug it back in. <laughs> one door in an in an oasis of stores how are we going to attract customers like right. how, how do you know you've walked past this guy that hustles you this guy that hustles you now you've got a door where no one's hustling you you're probably still going to be hesitant to walk in because you're like what is going on here yeah, like yeah, where yeah. is this guy is he going to just jump out at me or? Mm. yeah <laughs> so then we talked and talked and talked and she was like what about that empty building that my dad never used at the beach house um this used to be they, they shot a movie here 12 years ago, uh, a, a mini a TV miniseries on oh, okay. Love Island. Oh, all right, yeah, yeah. And these are all the old production rooms. Oh, right, So yeah. I've just sat dormant, some of them are staff quarters. There's actually Fiji's first brewery here as well, mm. Brewing Beer, yeah. in one of them just over here. And um, she's like, that old building, I reckon we can get it. Because the rent in Nandi was astronomical as well, so... When we looked at it, we were like, yeah, we can do something here. And it was always going to be a harder battle to get numbers through the door here. Yeah. Um, because it's a small resort compared to Nandi where there's hundreds and hundreds of tourists. you got dinner out there. you got dinner so much. But, but when you look at dinner out, 80% of those tourists on dinner only leave dinner to go to the Apollos and the Mama knew this. Yeah. They don't leave dinner out to go to Nandi at all. No, so, no, no. They, yeah. they stay in the resort. Yeah. I was there for dinner the other night and I ran into someone that I knew yeah. and then they're like, no, we're probably just going to go to Saxony <laughs> Island yeah. and then we're going to go to the airport. Like, uh-huh. They don't leave. Like, yeah. It's like their little oasis. Yeah. And I'm like, there's, there's just so much more to Fiji than that. Totally. <laughs> and and yeah. this is, to me, this bit of Band of Coast is shows you what those traditional values of Fiji are with, you know, these smaller resorts that are up and down this coast that are run by families that have had l- such low staff turnover you know this guy's had this, some of his staff working for him for 20-25 years it just goes to show how amazing mm-hmm. it is to work here yeah. yeah and then at the end of the day we were like yeah we can make this work but one of the key things in this specific site working yeah. is the local um, Fijian response to our business. So whether you're an expat living in Suva on a contract working for an NGO company, which is thousands of them in Suva, or 
you're um, an actual Fijian family living there or Fijian Indian family, whatever, but the local community of people that live in Fiji have consistently come and spent all their money when they're flying back overseas for Christmas, families, birthdays. Mm. Um, so to have them tell us that this is their favorite retail store in Fiji and that when they need to buy something, they just find everything they need in the one spot. That's really heartwarming for us to hear that. And that's true. That's how I feel too. I actually, um, my, like, cause I come to Fiji a lot. So my family were like, we just want a t-shirt, just, just mm. a t- not a Fiji, but a t-shirt, not a, <laughs> I love Fiji t-shirt, something different. And so coming here, I was just like, Oh cool. And, and I love to journal. So mm-hmm. being able to find what I wanted and you know, um, I don't know if you, I, I messaged you and I was like, do you have any oil? Because I don't like yes. to buy pure Fiji oil. Um, so I'll probably go and look at oil yeah. later. Uh, and I'm here for a little bit longer, so yeah, you know, yeah. I can always come back. Hmm. But um, yeah, no, I, I do. I really love the shop. So what about the design? Because I've got a video for those of you who are listening. I've got a video. I'll put a, a video on my social media about how amazing the store looks. Um, what was the inspiration behind the design and the layout of it? <laughs> it's very minimalism, island vibe. I love yeah. it. I mean, I really to be like honest, <laughs> one of our biggest driving factors here was available capital when we opened the doors. Yeah. Um, Things are expensive here. Things are expensive to get made. Our moving our product um, collection when we first opened was really minimal. Fiji has this bit of an attitude where even though we were telling everyone we were going to open the store, they were like, yeah, well, you just open the store, then we'll bring the stock. And right, they like, want to see it oh, first. Yeah, well, yeah. What are we going to open the store with if you yeah. don't bring the stock? And it was funny because Matisse, who'd lived here her whole life, I was like, we can't open a store with no stock. And she said, yeah, we can open a store with no stock. And then sure enough, as soon as we opened the store and we started posting photos about it, people started bringing in this. Right. So I was like, okay, this, this can work. It's very non-traditional for me. Yeah. You wouldn't do that in Westfield in Wombo Junction. <laughs> it's so true. We can do it in the island. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. When we opened, we had like two tables. We had the coffee machine. It didn't work. I'm not going to lie. It was just sitting there. Um, and we've just really grown from that. As more brands have come in, we've had to figure out and adapt different ways to hang and stock stuff. Um, and we will continue to grow. So as more and more brands are doing different and unique things, I just figure out another way to fit another rack in the store. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So how much did it cost you? Like, if you can talk about costs. Yeah. Um, just like, and is like, how much did it all cost you just to get started? It's a tricky question, that one, because the build itself, the building was here. So yeah. we probably spent only... $20,000 yeah. on the painting and, and, the, and the tables and the floor and the racks and the lighting. The yeah. lighting was a big one. I wanted good lights. Yeah. I wanted to make sure that the product was well lit. Yeah. But then the permits alone cost us $7,000. Yeah. Um, and then our stock has been the bulk of our cost here because we tried to start our business on consignment so we didn't own the stock. We didn't have to pay for it up front. But that didn't work in Fiji um, for a number of reasons. Logistics are hard because it means that the suppliers have to come and visit once a month and a lot of them live quite far away. Um, But the second problem was as well, I realised that many of them were very hesitant to go on um, consignment because it basically meant that they they didn't get their money up front. And so then I, I looked at it a little bit more and I went, you know what? They're very small businesses. I'm trying to be a medium-sized business. So to keep those small businesses afloat, I actually have to pay for their stock up front. Would you open up another uh, 
store yeah. somewhere else? I mean, obviously, every every single person in Fiji keeps asking me yeah. to open in Nandi, and I want to, but... Do you think I'm it'll s- kind of, like, take away, like, Nandi will kind yes. of will ruin the vibe? It'll kill the vibe. The vibe, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I get, when I walk in the shop, mm. I get a real chill yeah. beach Definitely. Fijian yeah. vibe. Yeah. And it will kill the vibe. But the other thing as well is, if people want to come to us, and, and people have come from Denaral when they've found us on Instagram, mm. Facebook, whatever, if they believe in it enough, they will take a day trip down here yeah. and then they get to see a part of the island yeah. that they would never have seen before. Absolutely, yeah. So I almost, Real grassroots type yeah, of vibe, yeah, yeah. If I take the t- store to them, it's almost making it too easy for them then. So yeah. I'm so like, a, like a nice treasure. An hour and a half away, like, hello, I'm over here. Like, yeah. if, if you come, you will be rewarded. Like, I, I promise you, yeah. you will see something so amazing. Yeah. Not just the store, I'm talking about the drive down. The drive here is nice. Yeah, yeah everything yeah. is yeah. so beautiful. And it's a real area. easy drive. For those of you who are listening, it's an easy drive. Yeah. I'm the worst driver in New Zealand, and, <laughs> and I made it here safely. So Just watch out for the cows. <laughs> yes, yes, there's a lot of horses and cows on the side, but they're tied up, but yeah, yeah. they should be fine. Mm. They're just busy eating anyway. But yeah, yeah that's true, eh? Yeah, it is a really good trip <clears> coming out here. It is. Yeah. Lunch at the resort. Go for a swim. Yeah. It's a nice, There's a nice beach out here? Beautiful beach. Okay, I'm going to head down yeah. there later. Yeah. Mm. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, oh, what was my next question? I forgot. Did, was there anything I should like to add? No. I'm trying to think as well. No. Yeah. Just making it up as we go along. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're really just freestyling <laughs> yeah. um, the whole conversation. Mm. Um, so, how do you build relationships with, with some of these... Um, what would you call them vendors vendors yeah well again that's something that's just a complete work in progress yeah you meet them you talk to them you're constantly reaffirming the relationship with them yeah um different problems here that you would have that you don't see in Australia is you know if you were one of my vendors you know I've got your mobile number I've got your mobile number I've got your mobile number then all of a sudden for whatever reason you don't have any money for a month you don't top up your sim you lose your mobile number because yeah. they're all prepaid sims. Right. So then I have no way of contacting you. Anymore. Oh, right, yeah. So it's interesting because they are trying to set up this movement from Suva, which is um, the women that came out to see me yesterday at the MDF group. Oh, right. about what, what, what does MDF stand for? Okay, yeah, it's just okay, we'll find no, out I later. Can't yeah. Remember. yeah, we'll find out later. I'm very bad. I've said it about <laughs> 10 times. And every time I say it, I'm like, don't ask me. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, okay. So the MDF group, they were yesterday? They're, they're basically starting, they're helping startup businesses in Fiji. Right. But I said almost one of the most simple things that you need to explain to those startup businesses, man, woman, whatever, is they need an email address. They need a consistent phone number. They need access and have their TIN number, which is their tax number, saved. Like, there's just so many very basic steps that you and I would completely take for granted in setting up a business that we wouldn't ever bother to unexplain to someone else. Mm. But, I mean, fundamentally, just having one consistent phone number and not ringing me from your auntie's, uncle's, nephew's phone because I can yeah, then yeah, yeah. never get hold of you yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just really, like, um, very chill. Like, the, yeah. the, the level of professionalism is, like, hit and miss... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and you don't expect professionalism here. Yeah, true, you're, true. You're yeah. wanting to buy and you're wanting to help these people grow the business and it, it, it does get frustrating at times because yeah. you're like, no, I don't want to speak to the nephew again. Like, I, 
I need to speak to your auntie. And they're like, it's an auntie not here right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, where is she? Can yeah. she call me? Um, just speaking of that, like, I think, like, even though I am Pacific Islander, and but I'm born and bred in New Zealand, and we don't do island time, like, in, in general New Zealand society. <laughs> Whereas in my island, here in Fiji, it's island time 100%. As a business owner, does that annoy you? Yes, it does. Yeah. Um, it would annoy me as well. Yeah. I mean, I've drummed into my staff that they can't be on Island Team. Like, yeah. our opening and closing times are our opening and closing times. Yeah. If you're going to be late, let me know. Yeah. Um, let me know. Let me know. It's not hard. Yeah. Um, what is hard, I guess, it never used to worry me before I had a baby, but I think I was messaging you yeah. as well. I'm like, <laughs> you know, when I only live 10 minutes down the road, so it's no problem to drive here, but it makes it hard if we've confirmed like an 11 o'clock meeting yeah. and people don't turn up till one or two o'clock. And right. then I'm like, well, baby's now been awake for four hours. He needs to go to sleep, right. yeah, yeah, but yeah. you've only just got here, yeah. but we've been waiting for four hours. Yeah. Not saying that about you at all. Just I was 15 minutes late. I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no. It's just but that, yeah, but does that happen quite a bit? It does. All over the years, and, it's happened. And, but also happens for a number of reasons. The traffic's bad coming out of Nandi. Yeah. Someone's hit a cow. There's yeah. a roadblock. Um, and I just say to people, there's no problem with any of that. I only live 10 minutes down the road. Just message me when you get to see Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I know how far away you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm pretty flexible with my meeting times as yeah. well. But mm. still, it's good to, 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 you know, tell people to be on time. And it's just common courtesy, you know? You can tell people to be on time here. No one is on time. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I, it annoys me in New Zealand. But yeah, here in, here in Fiji, it's kind of like I try to... Do they adopt the island time in... My family and oh, yeah, the family, Pacific Island yeah. community? Absolutely. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So a wedding would start at an invitation. It'll say one o'clock. Might not start till 2.30. <laughs> yeah. And it's just... And, and no one cares. No one says anything. Yeah. Um, everyone just kind of goes with it. But when you're born and bred in New Zealand and you're kind of like... You know, you've, you've grown up in, the, in, in your island community, but then you've also grown up in the general... Mm. Uh, society and it's like that would be interesting yeah it's like finding that balance is annoying I wonder how the venues go because you know how they all have like strict out times you yeah like, but we only started yeah, three yeah. hours ago well yeah true <laughs> yeah well that's why we would be smart and we would hire it for a longer period of time because yeah, yeah, we're like gotcha. no people are going to turn mm. people are going to be rude and turn up at a later time mm. it's not really rude to us but I mean it's rude to me so mm. <laughs> yeah um yeah, so, I mean, where do you see the shop in, in, in five years? Like, what are some of your goals for it? Wow, we've got... We started with 25 brands, and a year and a half later, we've got 50. So, yeah. I guess I'd love to hit 100 yeah. in the next couple of years. Um, we do a small amount of... There's a huge wedding business in Fiji. Um, wedding market? Wedding market. Yeah. We've only tapped into a very small part of that at this stage, but people are now... People in the past have been flying suitcases and suitcases of wedding favors over yeah. you know the presents that you give your guests so yeah. it might be like a soap wedding or favors, a yeah. stubby holder oil something yeah. they bring them over I'm like well why are you bringing suitcases of things over here we make things in Fiji yeah yeah um, so my big push this year is um, to show the wedding market what the wedding favors are um, personalized fans with people's names on them little so- handmade soaps oils balms um, even homemade um, mosquito repellent is a big seller at the and it's useful for when your guests go back exactly. to like yeah. their resorts mm. after and they go to the beach the next yeah. day yeah mm. yeah that's cool yeah yeah that's really cool yeah yeah um 
Yeah, I mean, what, what else? Did you have any anything I should like to add? Yeah, I'll be your counsellor. You can talk to me about your frustrations. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've covered everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, cool. I'm happy to be asked to do a podcast. Yeah. I've never done one before. Yeah, um, I, I, like, jump at any opportunity. If someone even, like, <laughs> gives me a follow back, I'm like, hey, you want to be on a podcast? <laughs> yeah, I have no shame here in Fiji. Like, people, the owner of Anua Chocolate was like, hey, your team, your team talks. And I was like, yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, I saw your podcast because I did a podcast inside the cafe. Someone walked past there. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just editing podcasts. Oh, you have a podcast? Yeah, you want to be a guest? Come on. Because I had everything yeah. in my backpack. Okay. Yeah, I have no shame. So who else have you interviewed? Um, so Orion, he is from Belize but he married a Fijian woman and he's got Fijian kids or kids to his wife um, and he's a software engineer and um, he is works remotely from here in Fiji okay. but his business is based in Australia okay so I've interviewed him just two friends from Nandi an author and a photographer hoping to get into the wedding market as a photographer and yeah and just myself and you <laughs> yeah so it's, it's yeah. been it's been really good yeah mm. um but yeah thank you to those of you who thank you for allowing me to film me film you um and yeah just thank you to those of you who are listening uh, to this podcast you can come if you are in fiji what are the details like how do we uh, get here come to the project so yeah. we are on the queen's highway yeah as anyone who's been to fiji knows there's one road right around the outside Absolutely. of the queen's island. road yeah queen's road. <laughs> you can't get lost yeah you can only go one way Absolutely. um we are five minutes on the super side of the Warwick Hotel which yeah. is Googleable but we are also on Google Maps as well absolutely so and that's how I got here it is go. so yeah. easy like, <laughs> I can't even stress how easy it was to get here yeah. and it's such an easy drive you just like do whatever you like you can just listen to music chill in the car like it's really good just be careful of the animals on the side of the road but they're generally th- tied up yeah. Um, and yeah you can get everything here a toothbrush a drink bottle um, what else? Dresses, togs, bags, laptop cases, everything. Coffee, Coffee food, beer, a gorgeous baby, <laughs> a little he's gorgeous a, baby. He's not for sale. <laughs> Um, yeah, but he's very friendly. Um, so yeah, definitely come and check out the shop. Thank you, Laura, for giving me your time. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like to say any inspiring words? Hmm. I don't think I've any inspiring words, but I've just completely realised that I forgot to mention that the grounds of this resort also has Fiji's first microbrewery on site. So oh. we are conducting brewery tours that will be starting here in the next month. Would you be in charge of that? Uh, me personally, no, Tele, my staff, oh, right, right, the yeah, girl yeah. that served you. Um, yeah, so you do a tour through the brewery, you come into the shop, you do a beer tasting, yeah, and then you do bar, yeah. a cocktail making class, and, and then you do some shopping, and then you can just <laughs> do some shopping, yeah, yeah, get on the bus with your six pack, or get back on your transport with your six pack and head home, yeah, yeah. oh, nice, perfect. That's so, yes. I'm so excited. Um, where can we find you on social media? Uh, at the Projects Collective so yeah. we're on Instagram and uh, Facebook nice the yeah projects. so definitely check them out and um, do come to Fiji don't yes. go no I'm not saying don't go to dinner out but you know resorts are beautiful leave yeah, dinner yeah just just leave, leave like come, come out. Yeah, yeah just for the day it is mm-hmm. there's so much beauty you drive through all the villages and all the little humble fruit stores it's really beautiful to see mm. so yeah thank you so much give me a high five thank you alright thank you guys thank you for listening take care <laughs>